and your presence tonight. We desire to see you and we desire to feel your presence. 
May you be with us tonight, Lord. May you speak to us. May you bless us, Lord, with your presence and with the bread of life, the word of God. Forgive all our sins and all our shortcomings. Wash us with the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord God, as the writer of the song says, let the Holy Spirit come and sweep over my soul. Take care of everything that has troubled my mind. All my cares and burdens, all to thee I bring. Father Lord, whatever has troubled our minds, may you take care of it, Lord. And Father, help us, Lord, our minds to be focused on you and on your will and on your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. There is a phone here to be dedicated. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for every good gift that you give us. And whatever you give us, Lord, is for your purpose, as we are for you, Lord. Therefore, Father, I dedicate this phone that you provided, Lord, to our sister. May you keep it, may you protect it, let your hand, your mercy rest upon it, Lord God, that it she will use it, Lord, uh, long, for a long time, and uh, protect it from robber, robbers, protect it from getting lost, protect it for, from getting any faults, no accidents. Granted our Savior, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. I greet you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank God for his grace and mercies. As we are still standing, we shall turn to the book of Revelation. Two fourteen. <clears throat> but I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So hast thou them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Amen. Tonight it seems I have no translator. How many don't understand Luganda? If you don't hear Luganda, you can raise your hand. So that means they can speak in one language. Okay, you may be seated. <clears throat> 
Ah, ngenda kuogera mululimirumu kubulia mululimirumu. Tugenda gawana kuchokiga kwa chenjaga dokuita. Uh, omutego wa Balam. The trap of Balam. <clears throat> so, mchitabu cha chokubala. Metisanga mbujuvu story ene ya Balam. Uh, Balam yalinabiwa Moabu nga ate waluo egwangalia Israeli gana manga gombi galiga sinzi katonda yomu kati abana ba Israeli bave misiri eno pro eno gundi eno salmon anjibuli deko ne credio ni wanonjaga dokchibulia mungeri eya ukanako ne bwena chibulia credio abana ba Israeli bava munsi Eya misiri uh, Nevasanga Of course wagenda baita Wakati mumawanga Nevatuka Kugwanga li muabu Nevatuke muabu Nevabasaba Baite monsi yawe Kubanga Bali bantubanji Milioni bili chitundu namba Chitegezanti Bwebaita monsi Wabawebaita wona Bale kawo echikute. Ni baba sabaha. Baba kilize baite monsi ya abwe. Era. Uh, Musa natu welezo vaka. Kabaka we moabu. Na mgama nti. Buwaba we chintu. Chamwechu na chashunayonona. Obensolo za fe. Chizinaria. Oba chizinarinya. Tujia chiriwa. Nemu tukiri zetu itemu usia mwe. Nedala, njia kweta gomu vunu. Oba, brother Luta jia gezeko kunyamba. Because there are quotes I have to refer to. Uh, Balak, yalika wakawe moabu. Buyachima nyantu ya wantu wanovajja. Kubanga ya wali nako omutima omubi. Na ya gala bakulimirwe. Neyenga mugwangalie. Alinamu ono nabi balam. Okay fine. Let me, let me try. Angamulimu ono nabi. Gwaita balam. Uh, na muita akolimire israeli yali nabigwa gwamanyi era gwesiga nti gwawo mukisa awebo mukisa era ne gwakolimira akolimirwa was a prophet trusted that whoever you will curse will be cursed and whoever will be blessed will be blessed so should i use it? Maybe I can use your English. You, you put in Uganda. So he called upon him Namuita. to come and cast for him these people. Now this is a story you know very well. But there is a, 
a context that I want out of this. So bear with me till we reach it. Now, uh, Balaam went to ask God whether he should go with the servants or with the messengers of Balak. So God told Balaam, Balaam uh, those are people that I have blessed. So don't go against what I have blessed. You know, and uh, that's what he told them. And now, because Balak's intention was to cast them, he could not change on his intention. So he sent other other servants with more gifts and more promises to go and persuade Balaam. And when Balaam was told the gifts, the benefits that were involved, he said, let me go and inquire of the Lord again. Now, we know that was the beginning of the era. Because uh, uh, God has not changed his mind about his word. In other words, if he told him in the beginning, don't go. If he had told him already, if he had told him already, oh, you listen. If he had told him already, okay, first wait, let me first finish the sentence. If you had told him, don't go, that was sufficient. You know, you know he had already told him. Since he had told him already that don't go. So that was sufficient. Amen. Amen. So he went back to inquire of the Lord again because he wanted God to change what he had uh, said first. Because of his greediness. Now God cannot support your greediness your desire that's why he told us to pray and ask him that his will be done. The Bible says you pray and you receive not 
because you pray to satisfy your desire kubanga musaba kumatiza kwegomba kwamu but the right way of approaching god that his will may be done on earth as it is done in heaven so uh, balam wanted god to just support his greediness and he, because he persuaded god God gave him a permissive will. Katonda, naina amuo kuagala kuobuwaze. No, you know there are two kinds of wills of God. Mumanyinti waliwo kuagala kwa Katonda kwa ngeri bili. There is the perfect will of God. Waliwo kuagala kwa Katonda kutukiride. And the permissive will of God. No kuagala kwa Katonda okuobuwaze. The perfect will of God. Kuagala kwa Katonda kutukiride. That's his mind. And that is his word. But the permissive is where man so wants something and he struggles to have it at all costs and God just permits him. Now permissive will consequences Amen Amina Yeah you never go without a punishment When you do permissive will you pay for it You know the example permissive will Say you want to marry a girl or a boy and this person is not permissible by the word of God say he's an unbeliever he's outside the faith or God shows you this is an unconverted person but for you you want that person so much that you want to force it happen. You know, God may permit it. And you marry that person. But you will suffer the consequences. You will never have a blessing of God in that. So here Balaam was given a permissive will. Okay. Go. But make sure whatever I tell you is what you will do, you will say. So he said, yes, Lord, he moved. So we know the story of how he met the angel of the Lord on the way. And the way the angel waited for him in a squeezed a channel and he wanted to thrust him with a sword and he could not see it but it's the us that saw and why he could not see it because his eyes were blinded because of the promises of Balak until now the earth spoke with the voice of man. You know, warning him. 
to see the danger that is before them. And when he opened his eyes, he saw the angel. And the angel again warned. Make sure as you go. You will not say anything. But what I will speak through you. Whatever I give you is what you say. In other words, don't curse those people. God didn't want Balaam cursing those people. So Balaam proceeded with the journey. Now being so warned. He did not cast them. Because when he read there, he made it clear to Balak. I will not do whatever what the Lord has not told me. I will stay with God. What is through me? Is what I will say. Fine. So he asked him uh, uh, to provide to him the sacrifices. So they built an altar. Because that's from where God can speak. You see, there is a way you approach God to speak. Go to work. So they made that altar and put a sacrifice, a clean sacrifice, so that the Spirit of God can be attracted to come and speak. Amen. Now, you look at it's a, this story is very amazing. This church, these people were outside the covenant of, of God and man. Because God at that time had chosen only one person and his his family. That is Abraham and Israel being his family. He was moving only with those ones. But now these people, although they are outside, but they are worshipping exactly like uh, uh, the children of Israel. Brother Abraham said, fundamentally, they were right. In other words, doctrinal wise, they were teaching the right thing. But what they lacked is that connection, that relationship with God. The presence of God was not in their midst. It was with Israel. In Israel, there was a pillow fire. There was a smitten rock. There was that cloud that followed them. There was a serpent. There was the present serpent where they looked at and got healed. You see, there was supernatural. These ones had the 
mechanics the word, the doctrine the teaching which was right and it was same with Israel but they didn't have the supernatural. You know, that's a great example or a type of something today. That the difference between the children of God, the elected bride of Jesus Christ and denomination is not only about the teaching. But the supernatural. The presence of God. In religion, denominations, even if you followed the right teaching, and you try to be as good and obey the laws. But there is something that is lacking there already. You will never feel the presence of God there. Your relationship with God will not be perfectly there. Amen. Amina. You cannot be blessed there. But you have to come to where the full revelation of the word of God is a covenanted people. So that was the difference. Fundamentally they were right. The teaching was right. How do we know the teaching was right? The arrangement of the of the sacrifice of worship. Yeah, the arrangement of worship. You know, an altar is laid perfectly, and then a sacrifice is laid on the altar perfectly. Everything was done the way Moses was doing it on the other side. Amen. So the difference, where was the difference? The supernatural. So he made the altar and waited on God. And God spoke. And what he spoke was blessings upon Israel. Passing them through Balaam. Amen. Amina. That was also a sign that there are prophets or there will be prophets or ministers that will be outside of the bride. They are in denominations. They are not in the covenant with God. But God can speak through them. And God can bless people through them. And they can also curse and people get cursed. Although the children of God don't curse. But for this they bless and they also curse. So that says the Lord came and it was given. So uh, Balaam, Balak was troubled. He said, I called you to cast them. He said, yeah, but it's God who was made it that way. Because I told you that I will have to obey God. 
So he said, but I call you to cast them. So, okay, fine. We could try again. Let us prepare another altar. And put another sacrifice. That's what they did. And when they did it, when they did it, the Spirit of God came again and bless Israel. And Balak was troubled again. Balaam also said, let us try again. The third time, still, that say the Lord came very strong. Blessing Israel. Amen. Even in one of them, I think that the third one, he said, Balak, the son of something like Boaz, something like that. He has called me to curse Israel. But how can I curse what God has blessed? And then he released the blessing. I cannot curse what God has blessed. And the Prophets of blessings came. Not only did he bless them, but he, he described a blessed future for Israel. And he said, their God is in their midst. He's so strong and powerful. He was seeing them. Praise God. We'll sing the blessings of God. Now you see, I've skipped one, one aspect. There is where Balaam told Balak. Now let me get in their back. Yeah, and see how it's going to work. So they went in their back, in their behind. That's where they laid a sacrifice to cast them. And when he was in their back, still God blessed them. Now, getting to their back, means criticism. If you backbite someone, meaning biting his back. Biting his back. Biting his back. That is backbiting. So, so going getting to, to the back of the Israelites it meant that let me see their mistakes the wrongs are always back let me look at their wrongs knowing that if he sees their mistakes he would get courage to cast them if they did this, so they let them be cast by their sins. That is the way Satan does. Showing you, and it shows you that you ought to be cast. Because 
there at the back you did such and such a thing much as he tried to cast them getting, basing his boldness upon their God never allowed it because there was an atonement in their midst now for Balaam he saw the mistakes look at their dirty backs but God doesn't look at our backs he doesn't even see us he sees he's the blood of his son so, so for God just sees the blood but for this prophet was looked to base on, on that to cast them. But he failed. Once he failed, this is the main theme. But he was so greedy to take the, the promises. And he wanted the intention to be fulfilled. His purpose of coming to be fulfilled. He was hired to be rewarded because he has succeeded he doesn't want to go back failing. Failing to cast it. God is just blessed whenever he tries to cast them. So this man as a spiritual man he was spiritual you ministers in the nations don't say that they are not spiritual they are spiritual. They have a wrong seed. But they are spiritual. They know spiritual things. That's what it means. Now, like any spiritual man, he knew that in order to cast these people, casting these people, it wouldn't be possible. That's totally failed. What was the carcass? Intended to. The, the, the curse, curse intended to. It was intended to bring death unto them. Or to be sick, to be disabled. Yeah, that was what the curse was intending to achieve. Or to bring uh, a bad but once he said that since I have failed them, with my mouth how can I cause them to be a cast still he knew that God is holy he was a religious man a, a denominational prophet he knew that God is holy and where he is there is no sin around him he does not associate with sin the power of these people the strength of these people is in the presence of God. Alone. 
which is in their midst. If God leaves them, this sickness will fall them. Death will befall them. Failure will befall them. He knew what will cause that. If they commit sin, God will forsake them. The curse will befall them. Amen. 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 He sought for the way of bringing a curse upon them. This is where I want to drive our context. That our God, however much he may love you, even if, if he, you have an atonement in, the, in your midst, even if he promised to bless you, to keep you, to help you, to give you victory. But if you walk in sin, if you walk outside the word and live in sin. God is no longer obligated to his promises. Amen. Amen. He is no longer obligated. And the Bible says, grieve not the spirit of God whom we were sealed until the day of your redemption. Means you can grieve him. If you grieve the Holy Spirit, what happens? He will live. He will fly away. And what, once he flies away, what comes next? If he flies away, means your blessing has flied out. Your protection has, his protection has flown away from you. If he flies away, it means that your adversary that now he has a way to reach you and to do whatever he wants. Let us listen now, to this Now, in spite call. of the fact that Balaam knew the proper approach to God, and could bring forth a revelation from the Lord by means of special endowment of power, by means of a special endowment of power, he was still for all that a bishop of the first group. In other words, he knows how to approach God. And he gets endured with power in a special way. He was still uh, he was still for all of that a bishop in the false group. For what did he do now in order to win favor with Balak? He formulated a plan 
wherein God would be forced to deal with Israel in death. Be forced, you see. Yeah, katonda. Meaning, God doesn't want to cast these people. He loves them. He doesn't want any wrong to happen to them. But if this happens, God will be forced to bring death unto them. Just as Satan knew that he could beguile Eve, cause her to fall in fleshly sin, thus causing God to pass his pronounced sentence of death against sin. So Balaam knew that if he could get Israel to sin, God would have to deal with them in death. So he planned a way to get them to come over and join in sin. He sent out invitations to come to the feast of Balpur. Come over and worship with us. Now Israel no doubt had seen that the feast of Egyptians so they did not feel it was too wrong to go and just look on and perhaps eat with the people. What is wrong with fellowship anyway? We are supposed to love them. Aren't we? All how can we win them? Being friendly never hurt anyone. Oh, so they undress, uh, so they thought. But when those sexy Moabitish women began to dance and undress, and undress, while they whirled around doing their rock and roll and twist, the last rose up in the Israelites and they were down, they were drawn into adultery. And God in wrath slew 42,000 of them. Amen. Amen. What a big number. 42,000 of them. You see now, this is the trap. This is the stumbling block. 
Amen. To cause the curse to come upon them. Now, I don't want us to miss, let us not just capture the story and miss uh, the point that is in the story. God does not want these people cursed. He wants them blessed. Because you cannot curse what he has blessed. It is his blessing upon them. He protects them. He cares for them. He loves them. He has security around them. But. The enemy can design a trap that will take away God's favor from the people. And instead of blessing them, he curses them and they die. Amen? Amen. So, in other words, we can only claim God's uh, favor and blessings in obedience. But if we disobey against the word of God, we have no right to claim the blessings if we disobey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And disobedience is as a sin of witchcraft. Now, this is also these are this is also a familiar quote. Now I want you to listen to this. And now, after you are in, that don't mean that you are out free from war. You still have to fight for every inch of ground you stand on. And when you are in, into what? Into the promised land. You have to fight for every inch. Now you, can, you cannot say, now that I have the Holy Spirit, I will relax. Yeah, God is my, uh, um, his favorite. Therefore, even if I relax, he will be with me. Things will happen. His blessings will come. I will make it. No. You have to fight for every inch. And now, this is not only Old Testament. But even in the new, you have to fight for every 
inch of ground you stand on. So see, Canaan did not represent the great heaven. Canaan is because its war and troubles and killings and fightings and so forth. But it did represent this. That it must be a perfect walk. So Canaan does not type heaven. No. Because when we reach heaven, we shall lay down our armor. And no more fighting. And we rest forever. When we cross that gate, when we cross that river, the river Jordan, across Jordan, you know what Jordan means? It means death. So when you cross that river called death, as a child of God, no more fighting. You don't have to put on to be on guard against sin. Because sin is not there. You don't have to be on guard against temptations. Temptations are simply not there. You don't have to pray anymore. We shall never pray again. God, please help me. Lord, I need you. Give me a closer world. Give me victory. Give me power to overcome. The temptations. We shall not pray such prayers anymore. Because there is no, nothing to tempt us there. No demon, no sickness, no sorrow, no poverty. Nothing. You don't pray for a closer walk. Because you'll be having a closer walk already. You'll be with him. Praise God. No more all-night prayers. Instead we shall worship. And the worship will not be out of struggle. It will be anointed. Have you ever heard anointed worship? That is when you clap and you are not voluntarily clapping. But it's like are, your hands are being moved by, by, some, by some power to clap. You jump like you are being moved by power to clap. You speak and you know it's not you speaking but you're just bubbling by the power of God so it's a, it is in such a state worship is joyful it's enjoyable and you don't want it to end it's not a sacrifice it's not a struggle so over there we shall worship and it shall be sweet Easy, enjoyable worship. 
Worshipping our heavenly father. So we shall not fight anymore. But now, so heaven cannot represent or cannot be uh, typed by Canaan. Because Canaan, when they entered it, that's when they really started fighting. Yet in heaven there shall not be fight. Amen. Amina. So, uh, heaven, Canaan, Canaan, typed, perfect, walk. That's what it types. You must have a perfect work with God. Because now, you're going to take your inheritance. You're going to possess your inheritance. Now, you get this. Every time a believer is going to possess his inheritance, he is required to work perfectly. God told Abraham at the age of 98, when he had waited for 23 years, for the promise. But now at 23 years of waiting. God tells him. Now walk ye before me. And be ye perfect. Because. The time. To receive the promise. Is now. So, if you are seeking the bosom of the Holy Spirit, you must repent. Clean your life. Have a perfect work. Confess all your wrongs. Put things right. People who are seeking the Holy Spirit, sometimes it requires them to walk distances. You walk from here to Kavale. You walk from here to Katakui. To go and put things right. Because there are things you missed there that, you must, that must be sorted. You have to clean and set your house in order for the Holy Spirit to come in. He does not come in a dirty house, in a disorganized house. Amen. Amen. It has to be it, it has to be clean and settled. So Canaan is a type of the Holy Spirit. It types a perfect walk. Perfect walk and then possess. Here it is. It says. But it did represent this. That it must be a perfect walk. There is where the church is failing today. 
on that walk. That's where the church is failing today. On that walk. Do you know that even your own behavior can knock somebody else out of getting healed? Your misbehavior of unconfessed sins of you believers can cause this church to bitterly Fail. And at the day of the judgment, you will be responsible for every bit of it. Now, when we say you will answer the day of judgment, or you will be responsible. Now, that means you will be lost. There will not be answering and you win a case. No, at the judgment, judgment, if you answer, you will get lost. Do you understand it? Because no one will defeat the case. And there will not be forgiveness. On the day of judgment, there will not be pardon. But if there is something that you are going to answer, that means you are going to, to the lake of fire. In the, in the Bible, Bible. Do you see anywhere an example that then someone was called into a questioning of his behavior in the, in the judgment? I mean, something that shows the judgment day that there are those who will be questioned and then they will answer and then they will be, they, they will be accepted. There is nothing like that. So if it says you will answer, it means you will be lost. There won't be defending yourself before God. It will this be answering is kukusomera musango. Reading your sentence. So that means chimanyi santi you live in sin and then the church fails to prosper. And then someone is prayed for and he does not get healed because of your unconfessed sin. Uh, we pray for someone. God could have healed him. But he continues on and falls sick. Now on the dark judgment you will answer and that answering means that conduct of yours that has caused this problem 
And those people who fell sick because of your sin. Yes. And those people who have prayed for and they could not be healed. Or even those people who died. Because with Akani sin. A number of people died, innocent ones. Yes. So you'll be held responsible. Because of your unconfessed sins. Of you believers. Amen. Amen. Can call this church to be the fail. And of judgment you will be responsible for every bit of it. That is the truth. Praise God. Now, in other words, this is how it is related with Balaam. Satan is Balak. He wants you to be cast to be cast Satan wants you cast he wants you to fail he wants you to die he wants you to crash he wants you to fail but he is failing. Because he cannot cast what God has granted. Now what he does. Is to cause you do things. That will grieve the presence of God from your life. And when the presence of God is grieved from your life. Then God himself will curse you. The will of the, de the wishes of the devil will come to you. Amen. Amina. Because now, this very example of Akan, you know the story. God, I mean, uh, uh, God did not want them to suffer any problem. He gave them a promise. You'll fight. You have total victory. Not even a scratch. You don't, have, you don't go want, have to go with the first aid, you know, support on the, on the, on the battle. Because none of you is going to be hurt. And the first, the first attack, they, it was like that. None of them even got a scratch. Total victory. The second attack, 
36 men died. Why? Because Satan had succeeded infiltrating them with sin. Sin now was in their midst. So when sin, you know, you know, was smuggled into the church. Thirty-six men died. Amen. If Joshua did not call it to it, many were going to die. Amen. Amen. Here, one. You know, God didn't want the children of Israel cast by Balaam. None of them should have a curse on him. But now when Balaam designed a trap, something that caused them to break the word, these 224,000 people died. Actually, there were more. Because these 24,000 died of pestilence. But there are those also now who worshipped but uh, who uh, worshipped the idols about Paul and ate food sacrifice idols that Moses ordered the deacons the Levites to get those people and hung them before the sun and let the sun scorch them until they die. So there are those people who died directly by the plague. And there are those people who were killed for committing sin. When you add the number, it was tens of thousands. Now, a church losing Tens of thousands. It was not a simple thing. By a trap. To fall in sin. Now, in other words, uh, we have been given precious and great promises. As a church, especially in these last days. Now, but if we were to have those promises come true, if we were to have those promises come to pass, the church must have a perfect work. Sin must not be part of our story. It must not be there. Holiness must not be just a talk. 
It must be life. God's people must live holy. Holy in conversation. Holy in thoughts. Holy in conduct. Amen. Everything we say. Everything we think. Everything we do Holiness unto the Lord The Bible says Holiness unto the Lord For without holiness We shall not see God And if it happens That something And becoming has taken place It shall be repeated it is confessed. It is settled. Before we move on. Just like Israel. When they put right this problem. When they eliminated Achan, then God continued moving with them and manifesting his promises the way he had given Praise God. Now, however much the word is preached, because the Bible says when men slept, the enemy sowed in tears. Tears are sowed in when men slept. The Bible says, Containing for the faith which was once delivered to the saints, for the certain men crept in unawares. They crept in, they smuggled themselves in. When the enemy, when men slept, the enemy sowed in tears. Now the tears, the Bible tells us they are children Bible of the wicked. Those are children, those are people. Those are individuals. But those individuals, they are ungodly people. They are ungodly men who were of old chosen for condemnation. These two are not born again people. They are not children of God. They are ungodly men. They deserve to be in hell. That's what the Bible says. They deserve to be in hell. But now you see people who deserve to be in hell. Because they are ungodly. They are reprobates concerning the faith. They don't fear God. They don't fear His word. They deserve to be in hell. Is that what the Bible says? Yeah, the Bible says who were of old 
chosen for this condemnation. Let me see the language it uses exactly. It said, For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Kubanga waliwa abantu abayi ingiranga wasensera abawa andikirwe domu sango guno. But how did these ungodly men who are co, who are ordained ni abantu bano abatate katonda abateke wateko How did they become brothers? Bafuka dia boluganda. How did they become sisters? Bafuka di banyina fe. They became brothers and sisters when men slept. Which men slept? The, the church. The children of God. The believers slept. And they took everything for granted. This thought everybody is a believer. Yeah, we are served by grace. And actually the Bible says also that these people turn the grace of our God to be lasciviousness. Yeah, so that's how it should be. So, what is the opposite of a people who have slept? Kati, church kontana na abantu ababebase. One, the church must and should always have people who are blessed with spiritual gifts. That if there is anything that tries to enter the church with a contrary life, it is exposed. When it is exposed, there is either repentance or it is thrown out. Otherwise, what would be the purpose of exposing it? If there is no repentance or excommunicating it. Amen? Amen. So the church should be always vigilant. Spiritually vigilant. So that when something wrong comes in, it is exposed. Brother Bram said, I long to see a church that is so filled with God that sin cannot enter there. In another place he said, and the devil cannot enter there. If if it dares to enter, it will be called out. In other places, he said, where you can see the congregation from the front door to the 
there is not even sin, not even an evil thought. If it tries, someone will run right to the pulpit, right to the altar, and confess it. Because if he does not, he's going to be called out. Now, we have a challenge before us to produce such a church that a church where sin cannot enter. Even an evil thought will be called out. There are people with gifts just for you to think a, a wrong thought. It is called out. We have a challenge to have such a church. You remember recently the summer we said of what it takes. What it takes. Amen. Amen. Listen to this quote here as I close. Now, that is now spiritually. God is supernaturally revealing sin so that it is, it is dealt with supernaturally. Amen? Now, Besides supernatural uh, approach, God will allow you, the believer, to be watchful or to see something wrong in the church. Now, when you see something wrong in the church, God has also helped to make you see it so that it is corrected and defeated. Now listen to this quote here. But if there is any complaint against any member, if a member, a member has a complaint against one another, member, or something wrong, you are supposed to go to that brother yourself and talk to him. You and he alone. Now, when you see a brother or a sister in something complainable, you don't go to another person. When you do that, when you go to another person, or when you get a phone to call another person, you are sinning. Anything contrary to the word is sin. You are sinning. But the, the way of the word 
you are supposed to go to that person neyo kusinzira ku kigambo olina kutukirira muntu oyo amen amina correct the person omutereze talk to him yogera ko naye you and he alone gwena ye mweka who are involved now bantu bameka bali mu chintu chino wano two babiri the guilty person or the suspect gwe mulugunyako and you nawe ye mulugunya who has seen something controlled aliko cholabye or had or known something controlled then if they won't receive it kati omuntu oyo singa agano kuliriramu then the next thing takes place you take one of the deacons all somebody and you say ogambent i fear he will be offended in me i fear we will lose friendship I fear he will never trust me Taja kunesiga I fear he will he will aja kunego bako he will reject me he will neglect me aja kunego bako wego he will distance Taja na kumpa matu now kakati when that happens echo singa chibao that somehow you manage to know or to hear or to see something wrong you are in danger of offending this person that is if you don't manage to to correct them because if you correct them and you reconcile with them with God they will not be offended in you actually they will appreciate God for helping them because now you reconcile with God so you in danger in losing his friendship because if you don't help him you consult with God to see the mistake and reconcile he will be offended or you are in danger of losing friendship with God so you you must choose who do you want to offend this person oh no to hurt the friendship oh menyewe nkolagana oh to hurt the friendship with god oh boku menye nkolagana ayo ne katonda you must make a choice olino kwero nderawo so he said when he does not receive you katina gam singaba nomuga singaba takiriza oh accept the correction oh boku ulira okuwabulwa The next thing takes place you take one of the deacons or somebody and go with you to that person then if he won't receive you then you come tell it to the church then if the church if you won't receive the church 
Singa then the Bible said let them be as heathen and publican that's right it means you saw someone you had someone you suspected something you got the person you try to correct him he becomes complicated then take a deacon with you. Try to help again. To, try to, to, to approach the issue again. And then you fail. The person still become either complicated. You may be adamant. You may quiet. He doesn't answer you. Oh. He answers rudely. Oh, he denies something that is obvious. But somehow, you fail to succeed in, you know, causing them to repent. Then, take the matter to church. Then, if we want to receive the church, let them be as heathen and publican. And any persons that knows a guilty person and don't go to them and talk then you're part of the church of God is going to answer for that sin. Now we've said answering here does not mean arguing with God. Answering means being condemned by God you will be condemned by God what for why you knew someone that didn't walk right and you didn't you didn't you allowed them you knew someone there was no walking right but you ignored you may ignore or you backbite that is getting another friend of yours and you talk about it it remains in being talked about but now when it comes to God first him and correct him ah, ah, why? I don't want him to we will lose friendship. Now if you fear to lose friendship about him then why are you talking about him? Are you a friend then? If you can even have the guts of talking about it. 
Then are you a friend to that person? Kati atena oti omuntu oyo? You are just a hypocrite. Guli munamfusi. You are just a hypocrite. You are not even a friend. Tolina wa mkwano. You are not helping that person. Tolina na chomoyamba. Actually you are so wicked. Mubutufu olimu winyo. You pretend that you like that person. Wefu ulafulanga mbwa ayagalo muntu oyo. That you love and appreciate that person. Mbwa just as any hypocrite. But you are not genuine. Because if you love him, you will want him saved. You will want him reconciled with God. And you cannot afford even to talk about the person. But what you're seeking, seeking is to see him right. And that is the way to make him right. You go to him. Because when you see someone that is not walking right. From that moment. Yeah. The, the picture you had about the person changes. It changes. Now it is uh, when you approach him and you talk to him the way he, re he answers if he answers in humility and in repentance that restores the picture. Oh, if he's not guilty, it was your misunderstanding. That's the picture. And you pray together about it. That restores the picture. If you love someone, you want to remain with a good picture about the person but someone who fears to confront the situation someone who backbites about the situation their conscience never gets restored by the person so is that love is that friendship? That is hypocrisy. But now to make the matters worse, you will answer on the day of judgment not only for your sins but for the sin you saw. All that you had. All that you realized. In a brother or sister. The sin of that person. Will take you to the lake of fire. Because when you saw it. Or heard about it. You did not handle can you imagine that? Can you imagine you going to hell? Not for your sins. 
but for the sin of another person that you saw. That's why the Bible says, if the righteous will scarcely be saved, where will the sinners be? Meaning even the righteous on that day of judgment it will be terrible if you can go to the lake of fire because of a sin you did not commit but you realize someone else has committed but because you kept quiet you go to hell for it. Is that an amen? The word of God deserves amen. And what I've read is the word of God. What I've read is the word of God. That is thus says the Lord. So if you, the, the church of God, is meant to be with members who are vigilant. You are one another's keeper. So you defend them. You defend them. You protect them against sin. And that is the way of protecting them. By correcting them when you realize they are not working right. And if you don't succeed as an individual, you bring in another person. Say a deacon. That is one way. The other way. Is God revealing the hidden sins that no man can know otherwise? God reveals them. Then, in both ways, the church is safe, is freed, is freed from sin. Is freed from the devil. That is how it should be. Otherwise, Satan with the tricks that he manifested in Balaam will bring curse upon the church just by allowing infiltration of sin. And by that, we will be defeated. But for us being trained in the word, to obey the word, especially what we have had tonight you don't allow sin in the life of anyone in the church and if it is hiding then God will help us 
God will help us on what we cannot manage as human beings. What is hiding from our eyes? God will help us. He will reveal. And when it's thrown out, the church itself. God bless you tonight. Amen. Now, praise God. Let us turn on our feet. Praise God. Heavenly Father, help us, Father. We need to walk with you in this hour in a perfect walk. For Lord God, you have a work that you intend to do in this hour. It is getting late, Lord. Help us, Lord God, trim our lamps and to be in the perfect order. I pray for your people here tonight, every brother and every sister. Give them blessing and keep them, Father, from being ensnared by the devil but overcome every snare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Amen now there are two items or three items I wanted to handle but at the end of the service you may be seated one, uh, tomorrow I'm starting my journey to uh, I need your prayers. The other one, uh, tonight we have not been uh, live on, on the internet uh, because we are lacking uh, uh, the, 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 the internet uh, MBs. Yeah, the data. So, we need to buy that data. And I think the trustees mentioned it some time back here. That every month, we are required of paying uh, $400 for the data. And they, they lacked it. We lacked it. And I'm, I'm very sure there are many who have waited for the for the service out there, the members of the church around the country and around the world. And they don't know what has happened. But that is the thing. So we wish to collect some some to give an offering to that. To be able to, to realize data for, for the month. So I ask the deacons to pass the bags uh, specifically for that. We are seeking, we are intending to raise 400. The other one, there is a sister among us. Uh, who has seen uh, uh, God speaking to her and when she narrated to me what she saw 
I thought it is good for the church to hear. Yeah, we believe in prophecies. Yeah, we believe in God, gifts God gives speaking to us through the gifts. So that is Sister Max. I'll ask her to come. And it, uh, tell us what she saw. And then by that we, after that we close. Amen. So Sister Max come and I'm sorry, Max, I didn't intend to take long time. I, I wanted to end as early as possible, but it has not been possible. I will try to, inter to, to interpret. Let me interpret her. Oh, yeah, come in dialogue. Okay, fine. Oh, so. Oba muwe mugo move on. It's not safe. Then sanitize it. Okay, fine. Well, bless you, church. I thank God for this opportunity. And I have myself before the saints seated in this place. I want to inform you of the of the vision that I saw. Before I came here from Osanji, I felt the burden. And I called the pastor. And I told him, Pastor, I request to come on church to church and pray for I'm feeling a burden. And before that happened, I saw a vision. After prayer, I got a vision. I saw a big saucepan. And it was put upon the fire. And, uh, and the people, uh, okay, the saucepan was upon a the fire, and then uh, different people were bringing the firewood. And when I saw it, I also gathered some firewood to come and put in the fire so that the fire can become strong. And that saucepan was written on the word revival. I also so felt zealous to put in more fire so that the, the fire can burn. And that, after that, that's when I felt the, the burden. Then I called him to, that I want to come here and pray. 
So I prepared and I came. So I came on uh, Wednesday thinking I will depart on Monday. But I was wondering what is, what is the reason for this burden? What is going on? So I said in my heart, I will not tell it anyone else. But I want to be in church, at church praying. Yeah. So I came and I was here praying. I was here praying. So when I would fast, finish praying and I read, I would see some things that would uh, Amaze me. The first one I saw, we were in church here and the church was on fire. They were breathing, praying. And there was a lot of fire. And after that, I saw another group coming. And I could see there are also members of the church. But these people were like icy. And they were too cold, like they were surrounded, coated with icy. And as they entered, they mixed among these ones who would and then the fire sees it was something that is not fire, it's like that. So it's not fire, it's not something else, it is something that is without shape. And I felt crying to God. And I was here uh, cry, feeling such a, a hunger to cry to God. And the days that followed, I felt uh, I want to go back. And I dismissed, I, I said farewell to the brethren. We but after that, I felt again tired. And I felt I don't want to go back. And I felt I had, I had already prepared my children that I would end here on Monday, go back. Then I felt a battle in my mind. But in my heart, I said, Lord, Lord let the will of God, your will be done. And uh, I continued on Monday in prayer. And uh, and Tuesday morning, I prayed through the night. And I started fellowshipping with a few brethren around. And yesterday I felt I wanted to take some tea because, because I've been praying and I would have some tea so I had not managed to get some tea so yesterday I was feeling a lot of coldness in the body and it shaking. And yesterday I continued in prayer. 
I said, uh, now let me rest. And yesterday passed away to where I rest, I've always rested and I rest. I did not know that it was the will of God you wanted to show me something. And that, I, then I saw a vision. It started with one brother. And that one, I told him what I saw. But uh, before that, I saw there was the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord was standing like here, and the brother was there. And he brought the issues. When he brought these issues before that, Angel. And I saw as if the angel has moved from here and then it And I saw him picking me and bringing me here. And when he brought me, I found this brother is still praying. And from coming from Sanji, I saw I came with a certain child. I came with a girl. I came with that girl, and I didn't know why I was coming with that girl. And I saw then some kind of. And, and, and a desperation, and I saw he was trying to. And I saw he was trying to connect us. And I saw that this brother's prayer has been answered. And uh, I saw him giving this money to his wife that God brought Sister Max here so that I can get answered my, my prayer. Sugina Tebaina <laughs> Abantu 
eh ne chine wesa kati we we namutunoide nandaba nangamba jangu kati nenda banga ansembedde we nasembedde we yabadde namflumi okuvawo nenzya wali we nazze wali nensanga wate group yabantu bano baba dawo abwero ninga tenda bachitundu ko kanisa ba Luganda abamunga nokuba manyamba manyi ngabali mukwe mulugunya ngabe mulugunya kati na watunulira no busungu nentia nenda banga obusungu yabadenga agendo bakuwa nempuliranga ntide nentaniko kuigayirira mukama basonywe basonywe nenga bana abantu bako mpraininga ngabaga manti mukama tali uwonga be mulugunyiza katonda Titali mawulamu wabu. Chokate nganze, ndaba mukama wali. Kubanga malaika mukama, abadabe, lawira ndaba wali, atenga nao wali, abadabe. Eh, nipulira ngantidi. Katia shuwa shavu deo, atene zira mune ndaba shilaira yomunga situdi. Nindaba gulupu yaba, ntuwabala latiba, nuboba adeo. Iranga bano nuboba liyao. Bano baba debale meemikono. Ngeemikono jale mara. Nama gulunga malema. Eh. Nengamba nangateba, bano basho ulo kuona, singaba labono malaika wamu kama, nengaka nambaitemu, katia tena genzo kulaba, nganda wabalala, bali ne njegele kumikono, abalala bali makumeda. Ihi, nengamba mkama, bana bantu basho ulo kuona, nengataniko kuyaya nambaitemu, mamulawe malaika wamu kama, you know, malaika wamu kama, yunu mkiriza msho ulo kuona, nengataniko kuliranga, ngeza koku, Kubakuwa saganya ba mulabe, so dato kukiza kwa we, kuna hii mukabasho kula kuona bulivyo nevi baluma. Nenda ni kuku ya yana, nenga mba mukama, osho kula kuonya abantu wano, nempulida ngabasho kula, nenga ngeza kubasika, mje, mumulabe uno. Kati nembe nanga nabade mukabia angatana kafana na wikatio. Kati nengolo kuka. Nagolo kuse, okude ngulunga mpulida ndi, Mwatimosifi ya, ndala wabuluganda wabade wali. Nempuliranga, sinze, shintuwa idebanga, na wonga wali ya wanaenga tevantelia. Na mwache chuto, nabe omune system, nga yabadali na obusungu. Nga system na ino obusungu. Nga ino uguntugumu kwa tanayo. Nga mwaleka wamu kama, nenda wanga mkona kwa wali. Nga mwakona kwa no sister, wabade ya fafili ingiza, umubidi nga kuchokucha sensi nga. Eh, ni mamba, chitegeza wana wali wana avantu. Nga tebacha haulida, tebacha inasense. Nga mkama ni wabaku wata kodati touch. Tebacha haulida, eh. Kati atoyo weyande, tedo kuteke. Eh, wali wani wana avantu, nga wafa sense. Kuwanga malika damu kwa wata kwa wata nga mga kakana. Nga linga nga mkua kwa wata ya kakana, nga ugulu yugumutawa. Na yengu ono sister. Echi ntuchimu kutetashobola, tasho wana kuulida yo touch, yo feeling, nga wamu kwa wata kwa wata. Nini mamba, ee, wanwalu wana haba ntunga, mkama ni wamu kwa atako feeling, senses is alpha. Ee, wabulu ganda bebe, nalabe na ngoloko senga mpulida, ndimwe yembera, nini mamba mnaita kumulu ndivuno, ino kubulida wino msumbo, wabuli ya wensongaji ya ndetaninga kati mkama sima nchi, dakuwa nade ntese tesenti, wabuchi alero nzire nsanji, nefanza tesi chasukula kudansanji, kanyejita. Ningamu kama katikolo kwa gala kogoma nchua ya gala. Avoluganda mkama waumikisa. Uyangambi vision zezo nebiloto. Zenala viti dalanga. Vili accurate. 
we are trying to build a revival and the fire seems to be there but then some people here we have two extremes of people here in this church we have people who are very 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 much on fire and very zealous that one we have that group then we have people who are extremely sinners extremely sinful they can do anything any wicked thing you can think of and they are also here they keep coming they can commit adultery they can do whatever that's what i was seeing in this they are also here Oh, you get the rule. Now we turn our extremes bili. Turn our untable extreme mukatonda. Ngabe we did do that that nyeri katonda bali kumuliro. Abo tubali na wano. Ade tunabantu ababye nyu 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 abata katonda na katono. Abono ni proper. Basuru kuri chivicho na echa level yo na. Nini basi galanga bachia wano. Karabu bebono na ribaiva nebono no umulio. Nibazi kizo umulio. Nechufuke chintu watu. Aletu na abantu abajia wano. Habamu basula na uu. Bachia mbuku sabata. Basula na uu. Na uu. Nenga chibaliko tebachimanyi. Tebamanyi chibaliko. Babanga abazeja chokufuna. Woku sula basule mchachi. Chivaliko tibachitegera. Abu nzinchimanyi dedalabulunyi tewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewewew
is because he wants us to awake. So let us turn on our feet, we pray and leave. The Bible says, let him that has ears hear what the Spirit says to the church. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you know, Lord, that we need you. And it's our heart's cry to walk with you in a perfect way. We desire you and we plead for your mercy. Forgive us of every wrong, every sin, every unrighteousness, every carelessness. Forgive us, Lord, and wash us with the blood of Jesus Christ. Give us strength, Father, to rise. Give us a revival. Let our hearts be set on fire, Lord God. Help us to overcome every snare and every trick of the adversary. Even tonight as we leave, may you bless the offerings, may you bring the tithe, bless the tithe that we give in your storehouse. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. I think we have not paid tithe and offerings. Have we? We have paid your contribution for...